0: Hello, and welcome to The Andyplex, the podcast where we talk about movies with creatives and also hear their journeys and stories. I'm your host, Andy Myrano, and this is episode 34, The Union Strike Back. In this episode, I wanted to bring in my buddy and fellow actor, Miles Berman, whom I met picketing with the Screen Actors Guild at Paramount Studios this summer to help shed some light on the strike process, WGA, and SAG, why it is so important, and what went into it. Miles had put in more picketing hours than anyone I know and has a unique vantage point on the strike, how it went, and is full of tales regarding the several-month-long process until finally meeting an agreement just after Halloween 2023. This historic strike marked the first time these two unions struck together in 60 years. This was a big one, with a lot at stake, so I wanted to bring in the big guns here to help break it all down. Welcome, Miles Berman. Hey, everybody. We can actually talk about
1: Star Trek. Isn't that
0: nice? We can talk about Star Trek.
1: Yeah. Strikes and on suspension. Yes, yeah,
0: strikes over. We can talk. And I hope we do. Um, we connected immediately. I, The very first time I went over there, I saw, this was what, over the summer? This was what, July? Yeah.
1: Towards the beginning, it was before Star Trek Day.
0: It was before Star Trek Day. That's how we, yeah, we yeah. can time timestamp yeah, yeah. everything. Be-
1: before Star Trek Day and after Star Trek Day. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Um, So, yes, I remember I wore my – I was like, well, I'm going to Paramount. So I got to wear my Star Trek hat and my Star Trek shirt. And I think you and I just were picketing back and forth walking around.
1: Yeah, well, that was the best thing about Paramount is that uh, the line, the circle, was so small that you would see everybody within every, like, minute or so, not even. And so, you know, after seeing the same person 17,000 times and one hour, you finally go, man, your hat is so cool. I love Star Trek.
0: I know. I think we hit it off immediately. I think it was immediately. like, it was like second rotation. Maybe. Yeah, legit. And then I was like, Miles, your name, like you had your name tag on and it was, My- I was like, like Miles O'Brien. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. exactly. That's
1: like- <laughs> exactly what started it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Miles,
0: um, you've come over for Star Trek night a few times it's here great. at the Plex. fantastic. Yeah. It yeah. was so good to have you. And, um, man, what a, what a ride we've been having as Star Trek fans. But I feel like I don't really know too much about your your you know your background and whatnot. I'm an
1: open book. Ask away. Yeah, where are you from? Um, I was born in Philadelphia, but then I moved to Orlando when I was three. And I lived there most okay. of my life. You
0: were born in Philly. I was. I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. No way. We were, we were probably born like 10 miles apart.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, most of my family moved to Jersey after I moved. So they're in like Marlton and Cherry Hill area yeah. Oh my God,
0: that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you into sports at all? I mean... Eagles?
1: I conf- yes. That I do. That I follow. I don't watch it watch it, but I keep it. Yeah, I keep it really track. good this year. You know, yeah, yeah, I've been hearing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ten and one right now. That's I, incredible. Anyway, I'm so sucked. It's funny. I was like anti sports growing up. My, my brother and my dad both played football in school. And then I moved away and it became the kind of one connective tissue that we could we could all bond over. And now I'm like, damn, you for getting me hooked on this. It's like. Like why do we do this to ourselves? Like when I, I, the pain. I enjoy the sports
1: when uh, I'm with people, but I don't pay attention to it by myself. But yeah. I get it. I get. I get the allure, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially when your <laughs> team sucks forever and ever and ever, no. and, and, and now they're good, and I'm like, oh shit. But anyway, okay. Wow, that's cool. I did not know that. All right. Well so you're you're in sag, I knew that as you're an actor,
1: uh well, so fun story. I actually wasn't sag at the beginning of the strike. Get out of here, I only became sag two weeks or so before the strike ended and now you're mr sag strike captain, yeah, well, guy. I became sag and then ended up be, uh signing up to Captain work almost the next day,
0: yeah, yeah, so tell me about that process, you know, seizing power and um seizing power. I it was that, on was the it bottom a, of the totem pole. Yeah, did you, like, build a militia and, like, <laughs> uh, and yeah, how, yeah, did, well, how did, did that go?
1: Full on, so we actually have... Uh, you uh, took the
0: signs and whittled them into spears. and
1: We have a mascot. It's the, the cone, the traffic cone. Yes. We, we all became really crazy during the strike. When you're walking in 110 degree weather in small circles for 118 days, uh, you start to lose your mind a little bit. So we... We had a, a mascot, and it was the cone. And so then we ended up with a little, like, uh, club, it's you like could Wilson say. like Wilson from Castaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the volleyball. Uh, Exactly. And so then, like, Eli would wear a cone outfit, like a cone uniform. So yeah. then we had giant cone, and then mini cones, and then mini, and then itty bitty cones. and
0: Russian dolls of yeah, cones. Yeah, yeah.
1: So now it's a secret society that we are calling a sc- a Skull and Cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's not so secret, because we tell everybody about it, but yeah. we know who's in it and who's not. Right, you guys so, have initiations. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. You got to walk around the cone a couple of times.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times? Like
1: at least a day's worth. I mean, okay. come on. We've with thousands of you know, thousands of now miles. Steps.
0: I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if anybody was tallying any of these metrics, but I'm pretty sure you were there a lot. Like maybe I was more there than every any... day. Yeah, and you you went to Paramount most days, or I went
1: to Paramount every day except uh, two. Okay. Um. Uh. The one day I went to. Uh, you had a cold or something? Or? No, I went to Warner Brothers, <laughs> and then the other day I went to uh, Disney for the okay. rally. Nice. Uh. Then I did miss. Uh. I. I did every day, but. Um. Like six or seven days, I had a vacation. I went to Jersey to go visit my family. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I went oh, to I'm Atlantic glad you were City.
2: Able to so.
1: Yeah, I took a. I took a couple of days off. Uh, but other than that, no. I all but all but six days I was uh, out picketing, at mostly p- at Paramount. Yeah.
0: So cool. Now you chose Paramount for I think the same reason I did. Well, proximity, but also.
1: I wanted to work. I want to work at Paramount. Yeah. I I I wanted to go to a place that I respected enough to fight for. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah, total sense. Um. Now, I don't know if it was the best of ideas. You know, they could be watching and they know who's out there yeah they uh, run back all the tape, yeah yeah yeah, so that guy's never no, who knows who knows the guy with the yeah, yeah, the yeah guy with the cowboy hat the cowboy and the beard hat and, and the curly hair he's yeah. never allowed in here no i i you know,
0: who knows every single day except for six days here, but it's like serious. I
1: wouldn't even go to Amazon or Netflix, I didn't even respect that idea I didn't go, like either. they were they were they were the ones that were holding out, you know, mm-hmm. the tech companies, and I didn't even i yeah, Paramount was where I wanted to be. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. And then, you know, plus, you know, Star Trek and all that and and I did end up meeting a lot of of people that I've been a fan of for a long time and come friends with them, which was really cool. So
0: cool, man. Yeah. That's really really cool. And I I think that's great. And you know, like you said, you go there because you respect that world and that that whole reality and Star Trek is its kind of own little world and I remember the the couple of days uh I went to Paramount um I Ethan yeah, and um Man, yeah. Cast. Oh, yeah. Data's daughter. Data's right, right, right? Yeah, Data's daughter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's very nice. Yeah, I she met her a cool. few times. She was there a few times. Yeah, I think I
0: saw her twice. When I,
1: uh, I probably
0: went five or six times. Not, not, not twenty nine million like you. But I'm so I'm honestly in awe. It, it's work, man.
1: It was. Uh, At first, it
0: was funner. Like, oh, this is cool, and they give us, you know, free coffee and and pizza and stuff, and that's great. But you're still. And it was hot, man. No, I'm. You're I, on the pavement. I've said this a couple of times. The
1: no, I've said this a couple of times. Uh, everyone thinks that it was all fun and games, and we're hanging out with celebrities like Jack Black and stuff like that. Right? And sure. Yeah, that was really fun to be able to meet all of these legends and people that you care about and have grown up with. But at the same time, this was a, a non-combative war. We yes. were We were. We were out in 110 it was a degree weather walking. So I mean. Hot. You can look at my steps meter. On the meter. asphalt? Yeah, on asphalt, on concrete. and all that? Yeah, I, th- I think it was 7,000 steps a day. Jesus. That's I, awesome, I tri- man. I'm going to triple check that. You know, That's awesome, You dude. can't see what I'm doing, uh, podcast people, yes. listeners. He's got but, his phone uh, out. I am pulling out my phone, and I'm going to check my step meter. Oh, man, you're all organized. You have like the sub bins uh, that and That wasn't everything. great. I do. I do. I do. I do like it.
0: Maybe you can help me go? organize my desktop on my phone but
1: i lied in august i was walking close to seventeen thousand steps a day oh my god yeah 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 well you also, are you
0: are a lean man sir you are you are in shape i wouldn't want to take you on
1: we were we were walking consistently for at least three if not five hours depending on when in the strike we were yeah. Nine, nine o'clock in the morning to two in the afternoon. And then that, when it got too hot, was from nine to 12. Mm. You know, and it was nonstop, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, back, back and forth. forth,
0: back and forth. Got the sign. So walk us through what uh, what being a captain entailed and, and how did that whole process go?
1: So captaining is a, a, a volunteer position throughout SAG that was happening mm-hmm. during the, the strike. Then they were... Uh, charged with keeping everyone safe. Okay. You know, so you were in charge of traffic control. You were in charge of making sure cars didn't run through the line because a lot of people didn't understand that we had the right of way as pedestrians walking across the street, and they would try to run people over all the time, both on purpose and on accident, including but not limited to Paul Mitchell, like the Paul Mitchell. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. That was the last day. We're literally hanging out. Last day. Last day, literally hanging out with Jack Black talking about Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd, and Wish You Were Here, and like, which one's his favorite, which one's mine, right?
0: (laughs) Right? So cool.
1: And then all of a sudden, you hear horns honking, and I had to jump out of line, get in front of this car, and it's insane. Insane. The guy gets out of his car, Paul Mitchell, billionaire, whatever, millionaire, you know? Yeah. Gets out of his car, has peace, love, and happiness on his shirt, right? Uh, Yelling, screaming, telling us that we're going to make him late to his meeting. Calling us all the all the words and the names, like it was insane. Jesus, yeah, it's I wild, I personally had a car. St- keep on pushing and like was I didn't get hurt or anything or get hit per se, but I had to put my hand on someone's hood to tell them to stop moving. Wow! Like people were aggressive. People yeah. were truly angry at the fact that we were just asking for a small raise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So walk us through. Um, kind of the process to the the lay people out there. And I I like to access people in different positions in the artistic world and film and music and kind of break it down for people. And even for me, I I learn a lot too. I'm always learning. And just, uh, yeah, give us kind of, obviously there's many, many steps to the whole process, but more or less what we're, we're fighting for what was the what was the goal
1: of the strike itself? Yeah, like why why we were striking? Right. The the whole point of the strike was that we were asking for more money raises. We right. were asking for raises and rights to our own image. So the mm-hmm. the tech companies specifically, but all of the companies. And this in is general, specifically
0: SAG when you say your image, right? Like as an actor.
1: As an actor, yes, yeah. yes, yes.
0: Because uh, it was the WGA first, the Writers Guild, and then SAG jumped in.
1: Well, same difference though, right? Really, pretty much, yeah. two. there were two folds to this problem. The first fold was the streaming technology and how streaming has changed the way that we watch television and film. And then the other problem is the ever-growing technology of AI. And not that that's a problem per se. I'm actually a proponent of AI, but I'm talking about Star Trek, you know. Yes. But uh, the problem we're facing as is long as it the, sounds
0: like major roddy roddenberry you know right Angela right Barrett. right
1: as as long as it's uh yeah, has her
0: voice i'm good otherwise i'm scared it's like <laughs> skynet
1: nah that's definitely gonna be data from star trek instead of arnold schwarzenegger from terminator 100 yeah. percent. oh my yeah. god being able to say these words out loud and like be recorded and not feel like i'm getting in trouble
0: i know right oh
1: man the strike uh, i know off is it was, great.
0: A, it was a long haul man
1: um so, with AI and what it can do and what it will be able to do in the near future, we were fighting for both writers and actors, we're, well, directors did too, back in the back in a couple of months before us, um, we were fighting for our ability to maintain our own autonomy to our performances and talents, mm. and skills, as a writer or a performer, because an AI could take over and look over all of our materials and then learn how we are as a person and then just copy us for what what we are. Right. And I can see how in some ways that can be beneficial to a film and a filmmaking process. If you want to be in an interactive, immersive movie or video game, you're probably going to need some AI. You're going to need some help. Yeah. Yeah. And And I get that. And I love that idea of being able to walk into a holodeck. How cool would that be? Now we're far off from that, but that is basically an end goal, right? And you're going to need AI for that. And and to be able to... There's technology that can move people's mouths to make it to where it fits the language and it's literally flawless. That's why they call the company that. Like, it's so cool. It's so cool what AI can do. But at the same time, I need to know as an actor or as a writer... That I am protected. Yes. My own talents are protected. Yeah, I don't want someone to steal my image and then put my face on some other actor or some you know porn star or whatever.
0: Deep fake kind of thing. Deep
1: fake kind of thing. I yeah. need to know that my face is safe.
0: That's really well said, Miles. I've actually have ne- never heard it put that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then the writers were worried that AI would take their jobs. And Well,
1: and AI is going to be able to write stories quite simply. I mean, it already mm-hmm. has. Yeah. You can play with chat GPD or whatever it's called. And, you yeah. know, it's basically sentient.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's you wild. Know, I've, legit. I've tinkered with it. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's it is wild. wild. It's absolutely wild.
1: And it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better. And you can't fight it, and that's great. It's going to change our whole world. It's going to change the whole way we look at things and interact with each other. It's going to be incredible.
0: Yeah. But we have to protect. Those protections need to be in place.
1: I mean, and when it comes to being paid for it, too, because our world still focuses and surrounds itself by an economic value of money and tender.
0: Yes, we're not quite at Starfleet yet. No. Federation yet.
1: Also heading in that direction, in my opinion. I hope but so. But that's going to take a while. It's going to take some time. And we're in this weird limbo of money's going away. I know. But you it's know? still and I here know that's, for now. But. It's here for now. But I'm ready, man.
0: So am I. I'm so ready. So it's just I. the greed and the corruption and the the infighting. And, uh, and then it's like billionaires that just want to be more billionaires. Wrecking... Global economies, like in two thousand
1: eight. Well, I think it's you know. just full blown hoarderism at this point. Hoarderism of of cash. Like it's yeah. not it's not uh, even greed at this point. It's a sociological sociopathic sociopathic. I agree. Need for just more
0: more. No, I mean I watched this documentary. I don't know if you have ever seen it. Not to get too off topic, but it was called Inside Job, and it was all about
1: we have a topic. I love it. We have a topic. We have a topic. We do have a topic. Well, we can we can Well, is that the topic? Well, <laughs> no. we've been interacting with we've been interesting Star Trek into all of this conversation so far.
0: Yeah. We I'm can gonna, talk about whatever you want. I'm going to have you back because you're hilarious and you're great. And I always like your insight and everything. And I want to I do want to riff about a movie. And we are actually kind of I actually kind of put you on the spot where we're, we're not covering a movie. But I really, really you're I mean, you were there, man, day in and day out. And I just wanted to just pick your brain. I mean, I I, I think I know a lot more than a lot of my listeners, but um, this guy right here to my left is just um, literally pounding the pavement day in and day out. And people were asking me, especially when I went, I'm I'm from the East Coast as well, I'm from Wilmington, Delaware, I I went back over the summer, Um, I like to go back, I'll go back for the holidays, and everybody was grilling me about it. And fortunately, I did know quite a bit. And I actually heard it put really well where we weren't really fighting for more, we were just fighting for what we already had. And like you said, the residuals from streaming and the metrics were being hidden and people didn't really feel like they were getting their cut. 100%.
1: That what
0: they were deserved. And I've heard other people be like, oh, the writers and the actors, they're just greedy. I mean, it's all about, you know, don't they have enough already? I'm like, actually, we're fighting for like literally what we already had, but we don't have now.
1: Well, the problem is that streaming has completely changed the way that the entertainment industry is run. Before... We were, we were based off of commercials. You would put something on a network, and that network would split that program up into a certain amount of blocks, depending on how big or small the project was. Right. And then between those blocks, you would put in commercials where the company would get paid to advertise that other company. Now with streaming, you don't have ads anymore. So now instead of the, the revenue source coming from a third party, they're now only making more money by If they get more subscribers, it's a big change in how yeah. they make their money. It's a big change. It's a huge change.
0: Yeah.
1: Before, the industry was self-stabilized. Mm. It was almost checks and balances, right? Yeah. If the people weren't watching the, the TV show, it wasn't as big of a deal because the network knew that the revenue they would be getting from the ad sources was more than enough to cover the losses or gains. Right. Right? Cover the overhead. Cover the overhead. Yeah. But now, with streaming, and it's not like everyone followed the HBO plan where they take most of their money, save it, put it back into the company, and then use only a little bit to create new and better sources. Mm. Right? They, they they didn't do that. They they decided to just go off of the more business plan. Yeah. Which I also makes sense. I get that. You know, there's 8 billion, 9 billion people on the earth. Not everyone can have Paramount+. Plus. God, is not, it that many people now? Right, right, right. Not everyone Jeez. can have Amazon Prime. So yeah. you can always find more customers. But what they're finding out is that's not really true.
0: You kind of hit a wall.
1: You hit a wall. Yeah. Because, you know, there's age and, 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 and you know, uh, poverty and, and monetary value and of, of, of where you are in life, you know. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So, yeah, there's a wall. And so the four actors and also writers, in a sense, would get residuals that were based off of the commercials that were being played throughout their, and, you know, based off their rank within the show, a list, you know, uh, 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 main characters, supporting characters, whatever, you know. Leads, that's the right. word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, guys. Uh, this man has
0: walked so many steps. So
1: I have walked 5,000 miles and I will walk 500 more. That's what it is, 500. <laughs> Anyways, so now that streaming doesn't have this, this ad revenue that we can pull our, 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 our residuals from without disrupting the money flow of the actual company Mm -hmm. because, again, our residuals came from a third source in a sense. Right. Right. I never thought of it that way, but you're right. Now, it's coming directly from the streamers, the streaming company's pocket because it's coming directly from subscription. Yeah. They get the money from
0: the subscription and then they're so yeah, because
1: yeah. of that, they're like, look, we don't know how it's going to work out. They did the same thing with video games. They did the same thing mm-hmm. with cable. We don't know how it's going to work out. So why don't we do, we're just going to give you less right now. And then we'll figure it out. And once we figure out if it's going to work, well, it's starting to work, I would assume. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Yeah. And, and
0: then people were like, well, you said it when it would start to work that you would. And so here we are. Pay. So pay. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they were like, no. <laughs>
0: And then we were like, yes, please. We are going to literally walk in front of your building for, you know, as long as it takes, as long as it takes
1: one day yeah. longer, one day stronger. Is what and then at was.
0: Paramount, I meant to say earlier, we were literally, you know, when Miles said he was protecting people from getting run over, um, there was, you know, we we're literally right at the main gate there and cars were kind of sometimes would come right in and we're crossing back and forth over and over and over.
1: There was a time that a motorcycle literally ran through the line, on oh like, not just in between, like, went through the people trying to hit people. Holy shit. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for that. Um, wow. It was nuts. But, mm. you know, look, the contract today, today's date is uh, 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 the 30th of November.
0: Yes, last day of November.
1: And... Um, as of right now, we have not ratified any contract, but there is a contract that was written that has created a new revenue source. Okay. That that found a way to grab a section of that streaming income mm-hmm. and have that relate it to how many people are watching. Because that's what it has to follow now is how... Yeah our performances the shows that we are in have to draw a crowd to keep cuz if 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 a streaming company is if a streaming company's business plan is to bring in more people they also have to keep the people they have mm. right yeah so if your show is what's keeping people on the program on the the streaming platform star trek for example star trek for example <laughs> exactly yeah Right?
0: I mean, that's why I'm I'm on Paramount.
1: That's exactly why <laughs> I'm on Paramount. You hear that, Paramount? The reason I'm mm-hmm. on Paramount Plus is because of Star Trek. There's your there's your. No, my favorite uh, moment when I
0: would, uh, I, I don't cancel anymore because I got to figure it out and there's always Star Trek on, but or almost all the time. Or at least there was a, a large run of it. But I remember it was like when Discovery was on, I would have it and then I would cancel it in between seasons. And it was like, why are you leaving? And I literally couldn't wait to be like, because Star Trek's not on
1: anymore. And now there's so <laughs> many Star Trek shows, it's crazy. I know. Right? It's same crazy. thing, same thing on Amazon. Amazon has the Boys and all those, you know. Oh, yeah, and yeah, D- yeah. Disney has Marvel and like, right? right? Mm-hmm. So if you're on one of those shows, mm-hmm. that gets a certain amount of views in a certain amount of time, you're going to get some money for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Or we hope so
1: anyway. Uh, well, that was before there wasn't. Right. And if this contract gets ratified, there is.
0: Yeah, man. I'm really excited. So you've actually been sitting in on some of the, the SAG I mean not the not the hardcore um, No, you I know, haven't sat in any negotiating
1: committee. No no no. Yeah. I, I know a bunch of the negotiating committee members. Yeah. Uh, we've we've gotten quite close. What's
0: the vibe? What's the can you tell us anything?
1: I mean, I can't there's nothing to tell nothing like to tell we're waiting going over everything we're and... waiting you know yeah, the yeah. it's already written at this point the m o a yeah. is out the- Mer- memorandum of agreement is out. Mm-hmm. you can read it if you want
0: now our shows are shows allowed to start up again right now? Or are we waiting for the ratification to take take place No, no shows are
1: you yeah, know shows, shows are, are
0: being greenlit, I hear Yeah,
1: shows are running right now okay Got um it. the vote on sag the vote through sag to ratify the contract or not on our end is, uh, on the fifth.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so voting has been in process for like a week, two weeks now, mm-hmm. something like that. And, um, you know, it's all electronic vote. You can have a mail invalid if you want, but, um, it's all electronic. You're vote. you're old and, school like that. Yeah. 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 And so, um, they count the votes or they stop the, they close the, the voting, uh, polls I guess you could say on the fifth and then we'll count it up and if it's over 50 51 percent it's a yes if it's under 51 percent it's a no
0: <laughs> I see right gotta have a majority <laughs> gotta have a majority yeah. man so I uh I remember it was about to or it, we thought it was about to be over and I think it only ended up going another couple of weeks two three more weeks but there was that big moment where the producers just kind of walked off, right? Oh. Everyone thought it, I think was it a
1: Friday? It was devastating is what it was. Yeah, can you
0: walk us through that whole process? Uh, uh of that how that
1: went? Yeah, there was you were right. The there was this feeling that it was over.
0: Cuz I remember you were like, "Oh man, I I don't know. I kind of I mean, I'm I'm happy it's over, but
1: No, yeah, there was there was I'm definitely have to change this changed my
0: identity a little bit I think once.
1: It was. There was, was we were over. we were signing our yearbooks. "Quote unquote," you know, everyone was signing each yeah, other's yeah. signs, and like it was like Aww. the end, the end of end of college. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Let's keep up. And then, um and to tell you the truth, every day kind of blends together, so I am not sure what day specifically it yeah, was. Yeah. But um, well, that was yeah. big news.
0: It was like the the producers there. They walked. It's like, nope,
1: dude. It was so rough. Yeah. And then I guess it was a Friday. Cause then that was that following Monday, that next week was just like, and as like the unofficial morale officer of, right. I was like the Neelix. Of, I was, oh my God. You literally, you're Paramount. too good. You're too
0: good. I was about to say the Neelix
1: legit. Like, and I actually <laughs> uh, just had that conversation with some of my Paramount captains with me. And like, that is kind of like I was, and then I became Starfleet, like just like, like it literally was <laughs> Neelix. Like it's so funny. Oh my God. I love it, dude. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, now I am kind of almost, you know, I'm I'm hopefully going to join a committee of SAG and everything. So, like, totally yeah. followed the Neelix path. That's Dude, so funny.
0: So cool. Um, We're talking about Neelix from Star Trek Voyager. One, yeah, yes. One of, of course, the greatest shows ever.
1: Voyager. V-O-Y, if you will. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, that next week, it was just... It was heartbreaking because, like again, man. we were like we were re- we were literally. You're like we did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Yeah, we, we, we're done. They, we made, they, it. They, we they made. Yeah, we
0: climbed the mountain.
1: Well, oh, they, and, and, and when they, they walked like, away, it wasn't like they walked away and say we'll be back in a couple of weeks. It was like they just left, mm. and and we had no idea when they were coming back. So we went from never being never seeing each other again, quote unquote, to we don't know how long it's going to be until we don't see each other again.
0: Yeah. You're like, and this is just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Was you this know? just the tip of the iceberg? I, mean, I can't imagine the, the feeling of it, I mean, that's how I thought. I was like, wow, are we just going to be, is this just going to be eternal warfare? Like you, you put it like.
1: Remember that. that episode of Deep Space Nine where uh, Odo and Quark are stuck on a planet? Yes. All right. So remember the scene when they climb the mountain? Yes. And then they're like, We're at the top of the mountain and then and Odo's like, oh no. oh no. And then it looks yeah. over and there's like a giant field <laughs> of mountains. <laughs> so mountain range. Oh, That's God. what it was like. Yeah. You know? I know.
0: And then you're like, is this just
1: And so the
0: beginning? Like i mean, is this you know, is there thousands of days ahead?
1: I mean, and as we now know, like uh the strike was put on suspension on suspension, you know, we won, quote unquote, uh only a couple of days after halloween
0: right yeah so it's not even a month yet
1: uh so yeah it's not even been a month it just is now hitting a month Mm. um yeah you know so uh to put things into context the day that matthew perry died
0: oh r.i.p matthew perry
1: that was the day that i went sag
0: oh wow yeah yeah nice
1: so that sounds right
0: yeah. Well, congrats. Thank you. So that's really cool, man. I didn't.
1: When the didn't when they came that. when they came back to the table, uh, it was like I guess they walked away for like two weeks or so. So I guess that would have been. Mm-hmm. I guess they walked away at the end of no of uh, September ish, mm. right? I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then yeah, and then there was like two weeks or so where they were just gone. And then they came back to the table, and then it was like two weeks later, three weeks later. Yeah. You know, so that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, man, that, it felt like a long time,
1: but. And you know, what's really funny, too, because I was, by the time, I only got to actually captain, like, three times. Mm-hmm. I trained. I trained on Monday. So, okay, here we go. It was Halloween, and then the rest of that week, right? And then it was the next week. Because I remember specifically, I I signed up for SAG three days before Halloween, which was when Matthew Perry died. Hmm. I told Michael Hitchcock, who was the man who really kind of pushed, not pushed me, but encouraged me to pursue. pursue. Yeah. And I told him on Halloween, right? And then I trained to become a captain, which I already signed up for. But I didn't do my first day until the week after. So then on Monday, I had uh, uh, a training. Tuesday was my first official day. Wednesday, I went to WB for the first time. Because wow. I didn't know how long it was going to be. And I ran into Jerry Ryan. and. and oh, did you? Oh, yeah. She was always at WB. Oh, man. Uh, I ran into Jerry a couple of times, actually. So cool. Yeah. I had Here was a fun one. I had David Blue who was the lead character in Stargate Universe? Oh yeah.
2: He I actually a, worked on that show.
1: He's a friend of mine. I I I, I Get out. went to the same college as him and he taught me uh for a little while. He's a wonderful teacher. Cool, man. Uh uh on an acting coach. Yeah. Um wonderful audition coach too, by the way. Everybody David Blue.
0: Oh man, he's awesome.
1: Uh, That's so cool. I, I ran into him a few times and uh, I was hanging out with him at um disney and i went david is that is that jerry yeah is that jerry right there and he goes yeah 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 I'm like, can you introduce me and he goes yeah, yeah yeah so that happened so that's fun
0: oh man i've worked with so many celebrities and uh, i've it's funny i actually worked with jack black on a movie called the year one back in new mexico
1: oh, i remember it, that movie yeah, yeah
0: yeah harold Ramis was actually his final and i was so starstruck by harold mm-hmm. but i ended up talking to jack so much and everybody else was like oh my god like they were scared and I I just like I was just went went right up to him started talking but Star Trek people I'm like and it's so funny like I did an event at work I work at a hotel and uh we did this LA podcast festival for a few years and Will Wheaton was there and I was like oh my god it's Will Wheaton and everyone's like who and I'm just like get out of here man! you're not my friend
1: first off uh Jack Black's a wonderful man
0: he's great man (laughs)
1: he's so nice he's incredible
0: yeah I'm in his phone
1: Oh, that's I love that. Yeah. He he is the nicest man. I, I he's
0: the nicest man.
1: You know what's really funny actually is the first day I went out to go strike uh or Joe Pickett I should say, was uh, the first person I met was Will Wheaton. Like oh my God. literally walked right up to him accidentally. Holy shit. And what's crazy is that I'm like ninety nine point <laughs> so nine cool. nine 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 percent sure that Gates McFadden was right next to him and I had no idea.
0: Mother and mother and son. Mother
1: and son. Yeah. And I'm like, hi, Will. It's nice to meet you. Well, hello, other person. Blah blah blah. Like, had her. She had a hat on, and I'm like, yeah. Totally, You're like, there's just no way
0: that's also Gates being Yeah,
1: there's me. no. This is. I'm already blown away that Will Wheaton is here. There's yeah. no way that Doctor Crusher's right next to him.
0: He's so cool. I love him. And
1: he is. He's very nice. And so then he leaves. I love the
0: Ready Room so much too.
1: Oh, Ready Room's great. So good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, him as a host is one. He's, he's a, a wonderful host. He's an amazing host. He's like was born to be a host. He's so good. Can dude. he like uh, do a uh, uh, New Year's Rock and Eve? I think that'd be really cool. Oh man, that'd be great. Yo, Will Wheaton. Yo, can you, like, all right, call your agent, man. Let's, <laughs> let's uh let's talk to him let's get that set up get him on the um, get him on the horn so anyways uh then will leaves with apparently gates McFadden. and i apologize gates i didn't mean to not see you <laughs> um uh but uh you were at the gates
0: and saw gates as
1: as will is leaving you'll never guess who walks up i mean jack it's Jack Black. Jack Black. So the same day I meet both of them and now you know both of them too. And that's just that. Yeah, that that's so funny.
0: Yeah, I know. I um, It's so that's funny. I, I was so nervous around Will Wheaton and I was actually, I wasn't bartending, but I was like right by the bar and he came up and was like, you guys know where the bathroom is? And they always encourage us, like help people find the bathroom, walk them there. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, let me, let me walk you there, sir. And it, I, it took everything in my power not to completely lose it. But he actually had, at that point, this was seven years ago or so, he had a a show called Tabletop. Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, and he'd introduce board games, and he would bring his, like, famous podcast friends over or whatever, his comedian friends, to test out these board games. And he got us hooked on this game called King of Tokyo, where you're Ooh. kaiju monsters. And it's a dice-rolling game. And it's actually made by Richard Garfield, who invented Magic the Gathering, which oh, I'm wow. also a big fan of. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Magic's cool. great. Grow cool. cool and play, man. I you have, play?
1: I have a couple of decks. Oh, yeah, yeah. We play some time. All yeah, right, it's my Yeah, I've got a few decks. Drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still keep them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's, that's where you got to put them. It's, it's uh, there in the underwear drawer. But anyway, we got so
0: hooked. I mean, honestly, to this day, it's still my favorite board game. It's literally my favorite board game. It's, it's the perfect Venn diagram of skill and... Luck, like there's a lot of dice rolling, but there's also a lot of skill. Yeah, and it's, it's a fast game; it moves quick. It's so fun! It's tactical, but it's at the end of the day, it's like a dice rolling game.
1: So when I was like, uh we so talked about that. So no, when I was like 13, 15, I love board games. By the way, hell uh, yeah, dude! Uh, one of my favorites is uh the Godfather. uh The what's it called? Um, um uh, Corleone's Empire. We'll have to play it. One oh, time. i've never it's even heard fantastic. of it. Fantastic! I'm a big Godfather fan. Oh my god, dude! It's like playing the. It's like literally being in the movie. As a board game, like it's so cool. Holy Anyways, crap. That sounds and, um, amazing. And if you want to talk about video uh, board games, I would love to to, to be a part of um, uh, 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 Captain Shaw's. Oh my Todd, god, Todd. What's his Stash last name? Week. Yeah, I can never say his last name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Met him
0: briefly at the Picard finale at the Grove. They they played the last two episodes at the Grove, and somehow I have a couple of friends that have like. You went to power. that? I wanted to go. to that. I did, and I only got to go because. I was like in the, I had a doctor's appointment when it was like, you got to camp out by your computer to get tickets. Correct. It was the coolest thing ever. And I didn't even think the cast was going to be there. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're playing the last two episodes of Star Trek Picard in the movie theater. That was enough to, to get us there. Oh, and then, I got to oh watch my that God, on my new TV. Riker. And I had a moment with, oh my God. Yeah. We got to talk about your new oh. TV. But yeah, I got to meet Jonathan Frakes. Um, awesome. Brent Spiner. I uh, had a little moment with, with Patrick Stewart. Um, our mutual friend, Ryan Grassmeier has been on the show. Also picketed a bunch. I think the day I met you, he was with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in, like, full-on you know, TOS dress. And Picard, Picard, Patrick Stewart walks by him, and he looks up, and he's like, that's a good look for you. <laughs> and then Ryan's like, well, I can I can die now. Patrick uh, Stewart just talked to me. and
1: I still haven't met Patrick Stewart. That'd be really cool.
0: Oh, man, what a legend. What a legend. But yeah, man. Um... So
1: Oh, so I was, like, 13, 15. Oh, yeah, sorry. This was the 25th anniversary of Next Gen. And it was a convention. I was in Orlando with my dad, uh, well, my whole family. But my dad and I went to Megacon. And um, they, it was a 25th anniversary uh, panel. And it was the entire cast of the first season, right? And uh, I ended up befriending the the MC before the show even started. Because nice. that's just what I did as a kid, and I just befriend people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And as an adult. As yeah, well. yeah,
1: I guess that's true, too. You are and very... I mean, very jovial. Very jovial.
0: Yeah, you're very approachable. I
1: like that. All right, I'll take that. Uh, you are. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we hit it off immediately. That's how man. we became friends, 100%. Absolutely. And so he actually let me be one of the first people to ask a question at this panel <sighs> cool, man. with literally everyone. So I guess I have met yeah, you, Patrick Stewart. Te- technically, technically you met everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah technically. And I'm they in met shape. you. And they met me. They know Miles so, Berman now.
0: <laughs> they know him.
1: Uh, uh, uh. Anyways, so. That's so cool, man. Um, the, God,
0: Star Trek's the best.
1: It is the best. So I I got to ask the question, um, and again, this is like a thousand-person auditorium. This is huge. Yeah. And I got to ask the entire cast, out of all the things that you experienced as an actor or as a character, what were what is the biggest takeaway from being on Star Trek, either, again, as an actor or a character? Mm. And again, it's a loaded question. I. It's a good one. It's a good question, but it was loaded, and I didn't realize how loaded it was until mm. I You know, was much older. And uh, everyone, the entire audience gasped. Like, it was nuts. I'll never forget the gasp. Like, the entire thousand-plus-person audience gasped. Wow. And um, the actors, these poor actors (laughs) (laughs) that are just trying to make everybody happy yeah uh, and just trying to do a gig uh You're had, like, I needed a job uh, <laughs> they, I mean, not that they needed a job these are all very successful actors right. but they're just trying to do a thing and now this yeah too smart for his own good jackass kid is asking him some loaded ass acting questions it's a good one and they all like didn't know how to answer and and they're like shuffling in their seats and stuff and will like without a without even a thought just Oh, picked man. it up right away and he goes you know beautiful, what beautiful. you know that you know that's uh, episode where uh Picard has to fly Wesley to uh drop him off at Starfleet Academy I'm like yeah 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 uh, well, uh, we couldn't figure out how to shoot that scene. We were having a really hard time shooting th- those moments, and then Patrick just decided one day, one day in the middle of shooting, to just get up and go to the back of the, the shuttlecraft. It was like not written; it was totally improv And when he did that, it completely changed the dynamic of the the whole ep- the whole scene. Wow. And we were able to shoot it so much easier and made the whole the whole episode more dynamic.
0: I really cracked into it.
1: Really cracked into it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And like knew exactly what I was asking. And it was just. And wow. so jump forward, what? I don't know, 20 years, 15 years later, whatever it is. I'm 33 now.
0: And. Let's see. Star Trek Next Generation bowed in 87. In the fall of 87.
1: 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, yeah. 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 98, 98, <laughs> uh, uh, 2000. Uh, Wait,
0: Where's data when you need them, right? Right, right. 2000,
1: <laughs> 2001, 2002, I already lost count. Yeah, I... Uh... It was like, it's like 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> like half of my life.
0: Nice, man. Uh, well, wow, that's so cool that you did that. So
1: then, like, you know, how many years later, I got to actually tell Will in person how much I had actually inspired me and like how much I appreciated the fact that he uh, knew exactly what this young little kid was looking for, out of, out of out of people that he's that I've never met. You yeah, know? and that
0: totally tracks with Will now being basically the the shepherd of Trek as the ready room host, and and you know he's so close to the subject matter that he was well obviously he's Wesley. He'll always be Wesley, but he well he's the traveler. Lo- well, he's also the traveler. Yes, but he loves Star Trek so much that it's like. Will and Wesley, where's the line? You know. Well,
1: and it also uh, really goes to show how important actors are to to society. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, one simple gesture of uh, an actor understanding the need of a fan,
2: mm.
1: right? And and jumping at the opportunity to to inspire said fan it led me to being able to open you know be be here in LA to be able yeah, to talk yeah. to the your audience yeah right now so cool man it's it's amazing
0: yeah i know it's inspiring stuff and it's it's our uh, it's our mythos it's our you know
1: let alone the stories and morals that the show teaches and Oh, tells. I know.
0: Yeah, Star Trek is more than just a TV show with a bunch of movies and books. And, you know, you name the media medium. Though I have yeah, just gone it's, back. It's a I vision started, of hu- humanity that
1: works out. I have just gone back and I started watching TOS for like the third or second. I think it's the third time. So cool. And one thing I never really thought about and the thing that's hit me now is just every episode is Kirk killing a god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, somebody had to do it. Someone had to do it. <laughs> they were... You know, mm-hmm. We're
1: all we're all equals and we all love each other, but kill those gods.
0: Yeah. And also, how many times did he make a computer explode from... Oh, you
1: know... I just watched the M5 episode. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I literally like... I love TOS. You texted me to come over here and I finished the episode and came over. Yes.
0: legit. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let's talk about a little bit um, your trajectory, kind of... You know, I, what did you kind of glean from the whole strike strike process? Now, welcome to SAG. It's awesome that you did that. That's I didn't even know that layer of the story. I mean, it was already a great story. You're awesome. I wanted you on the show, but. Uh, you know, I remember even the day we we met, you're like, "Man, I really want to work on Star Trek. I really yeah. want to I really want to be part of this." And Now
1: uh now uh Michelle Hurd is one of my favorite people of all time to talk to. Oh my god, yeah. I <laughs> happy. So, she's the best by the way. Legit, everyone. Uh, Michelle oh, Hurd is is one of the best people of all time.
0: That's so cool, man. She
1: was one of the negotiating you committee members. You heard it here first. You people. you did. Uh not that you wouldn't be surprised anyways, but no, she's yeah. one of the negotiating members. I love her on the members. show, too. So uh, her and I, her and I, have gotten to know each other quite well. It'd be wonderful wow. to work with Michelle. That'd be so cool. Yeah, like, she is such a nice person, and I mm. and I know for a fact being able to to work off of her would just be a, a, an incredible opportunity. So cool, man! Uh, wonderful experience, you know.
0: Yeah, so I think really, I mean, not that you didn't want to, you weren't, you were there for all the right reasons, but it was an opportunity to meet people, and you know, sometimes you feel, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say you, I, I feel, I guess, or sometimes as artists, we're kind of all, we're in our own little kind of world. And, you know, it can be, it's a competitive workspace, but it's ultimately a collaborative art and you've got to network you've got to meet people. And the strike was such a cool opportunity for us to kind of all come out of our, our, our artistic shells or bubbles or whatever you want to call it and, and really fight for a common goal And I honestly was so enamored by what you were doing and how many folks you were meeting. And the little bit, I feel like the fraction I did comparatively to you, I met so many people. And you You name it, set dressers, uh, hair, you know, people, all crew, actors. And it was so cool, man. It was such a humbling, powerful feeling that I remember the first day I went, I was like, I better just go. I better just go to, to do my part. I'm off from work today, or whatever, or it's a slow week, or or whatever, and then I, I got there and just yes, it was hard work. Yes, it was hot. Yes, it was. I wasn't there every day like you, but it was really a powerful experience.
1: Well, you just asked me what is the thing that I gleamed from mm-hmm. being on the strike, and it was a, a couple of things. What I what I well, one of the things that will always be cherished within my heart is the community that it created. You know, it's like we were like brothers in arms. Yeah, we were all fighting a common cause of of, of standing up to corporate greed and billionaire hoarderism, and we won. You know, mm. uh, so cool. Man. Barring the the ratification vote or not, you either way, right. you know, we still got them to agree to terms that we agreed to, which is incredible. So the the community like you were saying you walked out there and there was this this vibe of Mm. this this passion of of this love of not only what was right and what was earned but also the art of what what it is we're doing and and you know it's like jack black came out a bunch uh uh John, I can never say his last name. Uh Dr. Flox came out so oh, many man. times. Oh man, I'm on his last name. Uh you know who I'm talking about uh-huh. though. So and so, good. so yeah. John, John's an incredible person, incredible yeah. human being. And and That's so cool, man. And to be able to and forgetting who they are, like that's not even the point. To be able to stand in solidarity and and fight with people that have the same amount of love and passion for the thing that you have love and passion for Mm. was awe-inspiring.
0: So awesome, man.
1: You know, and, and, you know, I now have a 30, 40-plus person chosen family, right, that you are our our auxiliary part of too, right? Like this is our friendship. This conversation is happening because of the strike, it would have never happened.
0: Yeah, I like to think we would have crossed paths, but I mean,
1: but probably not. Who
0: knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's a big. It's a big city. It's a big world.
1: Yeah, I yeah. don't really go to conventions that much. I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I'd and, love to go more. And 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 being on <laughs> set. If we were going to be on set together, that's that's a needle in a haystack, and
0: yeah, and then you're working, and I'm, who knows the I'm, conditions and I don't think that
1: we. I'm not the biggest fan of working in in food, so I don't know if we would have crossed paths that yeah. way. You know, like I'm trying to get out of it. But... it I'm not saying one way or the other. <laughs> Trust me, I do my normal person job too. Yeah, it's how I was able to survive the strike. Oh yeah, uh, but. The, we were thrusted together.
0: Absolutely. And not just, couldn't agree more,
1: not just in the same time and space, but also with a determined goal. I was talking to a, a brothers and sisters in arms. In arms. That that was
0: really well said. Yeah. Because
1: when you, if we would have met on set, right, let's just say we would have met on set. Right. That's a success. We're meeting at a win. Yeah. Right. Right. This was meeting at a loss. Mm. This was meeting or we fights. We've
0: we've got to climb this mountain together. Right. Yeah.
1: It wasn't it wasn't a celebratory meetup. Yeah. Like it is on set. We got work to do. We and and yeah, yeah, sure, being on set you have work to do too. But like in a different sense. We're making art. The art where the the mountain we're climbing when we're on set is art. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The, The 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 mountain we were climbing on this on this picket line was survival.
0: Mm. Wow, man. It's so cool. And,
1: and and it just created this this dichotomy of of friendship, of family, of sol- of solidarity. Yeah. Legitimately, literally. Absolutely, man. Um and so so I would say that's one of the main things that I've taken away from this this picket, this this uh suspension of work is that this the city that, even Jim Morrison is called so lonely and alone. L.A. woman, yeah, you know that that it's not anymore. Yeah, the city is so connected now in a way that it'll never be connected again.
2: Mm.
0: Uh,
1: once this you know group of people move on yeah. from the world,
0: yeah, we all stopped and, and did something together.
1: You know, but for the next seventy plus years, these thousands of people, seven hundred and some plus people a day per studio. Right. For a hundred and eighteen days. That's a lot of people. We all know each other now, and we all not just know each other, we care about each other. And it's nuts. And then I would also say that the other thing that really paramount the paramount crew Mm -hmm. paramount captains uh my friends my friends and i we became the face of the win and i don't mean that to put my nose in the air or anything like that right but it literally every single news source used footage of us partying at the at
0: the gates, yeah. At the yeah.
1: well, at the uh, end of strike celebration that the, that SAG had, mm-hmm. and and we went all over the world. We had I had a friend that was on Tokyo Times. Wow, you know, we were everywhere, and so yeah, it was huge news, man. It's huge news, and to be part of that, one of the main faces of that story. So cool, man. It was. It was really cool, and and I checked. Mark check check off the acting bucket list bucket in a, list, in, a yeah. in a way that I never would have imagined so to be a part of history like that, and and what I really have taken away from that moment specifically, and not just that, but all of these selfies that I took during the during the strike that helps promote that that it wasn't just some bougie actors. Asking for more money, but rather humans asking to be treated as such as humans, right? Yeah, and
0: against like as you said, the the forces of corporate greed and and, billionaire hoarders,
1: billionaire hoarderism. You know, uh, the the outreach that our industry, that the entertainment industry, can do is in the billions. Oh yeah. And and I knew that already, sure, but like to actually see it in practice was incredible. Mm. I already said the word awe inspiring.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know, it's like need the th- bus I the, need a the thesaurus. Stimulus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I it's, it's uh, wow. Wow, Miles. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and I'm so grateful that we got to cross paths and we're now we're now buddies and
1: yeah, we're probably going to do a podcast on him watching Star Wars Rebels for the first time. Yes. What?
0: What? I'm so excited! I think after this, we're gonna I'm gonna finish my first run of uh, Ahsoka.
1: Ahsoka. We're gonna Which sit down and watch Ahsoka. Miles really. Dave Filoni's the best. What? What? DF.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, any closing thoughts uh, before we we call it? I mean,
1: this was fun. I appreciate being here. I think we should definitely do this more often.
0: Yeah, definitely. I want to have you back and talk about uh, pick a movie of your of your choosing and deep dive into it. I really am so grateful that you uh, could carve out some time to come and talk about the strike process. And I really appreciate everything you uh, you shared. So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I appreciate you.
0: All right, brother. All right. Till next time.